We're still waiting for Denise. And remind me, Porter, how many do we need for a quorum? Six. So if everybody who said they were going to come comes, we're good. All right. Well, we will uh, we'll give them a few. Hi, Marlo. Hi, Dina. Hi, Marciana. Sure. Yeah, the, the presentation um, is not going to require uh, any, any voting or anything like that. So, yeah, I, I would be fine with that. Um, I guess the the folks who are running late can review the, the YouTube blog later if they want to. Yeah, this will be recorded and available later as well. All right, great. Well, my name is Daniel Smith. I'm the chair of the Lawrence Cultural Arts Commission. Looks like since we don't have a quorum yet, we're going to skip over meeting uh, the approval of the meeting minutes and I guess probably even the roll call. Is that right, Porter? Uh, at this point, yeah, I don't think. Well, um, I guess we should establish who's here. So go ahead and do a quick roll call. And then if people sure. join us, we can introduce them as well. And then we can move to number one. All right, great. Well, I will go ahead and do a roll call. Um, up first is Dina. Hi, I'm here. Uh, great, thanks, Dina. Next is Marciana. Uh, present. After that is Rebecca, who I do not see. Um, then we have Marlo. Present. After that, we have Denise. After that, we have Mary. After that, we have James. And then finally, we have Jordan. So uh, as has already been established, we need six for a quorum. So we're not quite there yet, but um, we can go ahead and move on to uh, our, let's see, um, I believe it is new business number one which is a presentation on the People's Market Program. Um, so Connie, and uh, if you are ready, will you go ahead um, and, and fill us in? Yeah, uh, I'm going to pass it to Peter and then um, I'll share a little bit more. Great, yeah, thanks. Um, my name is uh, Peter Hasso and I'm the director of the Kansas Creative Arts Industries Commission. Um, and I think we just wanted to give you kind of a heads up of, of a, a pilot program that we will be uh, doing in the Lawrence area. Uh, first, I just wanna say that I am in independence, uh, which is under a wind advisory. So it's possible that um, my connection may cut out, but I'm here at the William Inge Festival uh, with the new Play Lab. Uh, and for those of you who haven't ever attended, um, it is a great event uh, where sort of the luminaries of Broadway uh, come down to independence. Um, and I think Mary Dufton this year may also be here today. She will be a respondent for a lot of the new plays that are being, um, that are having stage readings uh, this year, as is Michael Spicer from Salina and Darren Kennedy from KU. Um, so it's a, it's a great time if you haven't been down here. Um, but the reason why we are here today is that we want to talk about um, this program. Uh, a couple of, about a, a little over a year ago, Connie uh, approached KCAIC with this report, um, a report that was done um, by the KU Center for Community Health and Development for the Douglas County Food Policy Council, looking at ethnic um, food uh, 
retail vendors. And um, as a part of this study, they had several recommendations um, that looked at um, ways in which um, those uh, ethnic markets um, are a part of the community, uh, act as cultural centers for many segments of the community, and ways in which um, the community could support those markets, um, both through professional development um, from the entrepreneurial level, but also by using public art to, um, to sort of um, integrate and raise awareness of those markets uh, within the community. So we took that study and we looked at putting together a comprehensive program that acted upon those recommendations. Um, we will, as, as part of this program, we will be looking at the five ethnic markets that were identified in that study. So we kind of keep it whole with the study. Um, and we will be installing uh, public works of art at those markets. Um, we will be using lead artists that are of the same ethnicity as the market. Um, they will be using artist assistance. And so we will be providing some professional development um, for the artists. We will have a website that will um, highlight those uh, public works of art so that people can see them and hopefully visit um, those markets. Um, we will also be recording cooking demonstrations so that folks will know how to be able to cook with those unique spices and ingredients that are at those markets and hopefully to also raise the profile of um, the folks at those markets who are, who are you know, preparing uh, this food off Many of those have a you know a sort of restaurant component to them already and are part of the culinary fabric of Lawrence, but aren't always necessarily um, recognized as such. So hopefully that'll that'll affect that as well. And then also providing some professional development, really treating these um, ethnic market owners as a cohort. Um, and Connie will talk a little bit more about this. Um, that will be happening. Uh, soon, uh, a convening um, with the Kansas Healthy Foods Initiative, the Office of um, Women and Minority-Owned Business, um, I think the Small Business Development Center, and 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 others. Um, to that point, uh, the Kansas Healthy Foods Initiative is a, a funding partner of this project, um, so it's really a chance for us to um, work in a cross-sector manner um, with uh, various other um, agencies. I think a part of the convening too is to really look at providing kind of um, state resources and local resources, um, especially to businesses that don't always take advantage of them or have the time to go through professional development training. Um, and then the hope is that we, if this is successful, and I have every reason to think that it will be, it's something that we can replicate in other communities across the state, thereby creating a network of ethnic markets. And hopefully that, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a, a grocer or an ethnic marcer, market person um, on the business side, but hopefully I think that might provide some benefits um, to the business um, as well. So it allows, I think we're really excited about it because it, it allows the state arts agency to really be the driver um, of a cross-sector initiative that looks at um, not only how art can be used, but also uh, food systems um, in the state. And with that, I think I will let Connie take over and talk about the specifics. And I just will say that um, it really started with uh, Connie bringing us this report and, and this idea. So we're, we're really fortunate and happy to be working with uh, Connie on this project. Thank you, Peter. Um, that was shared um, in a, such a lovely manner. Yeah, I feel like I don't have too much to say uh, after that. Um, 
Uh, other than uh, I'll share a little bit more about the specifics of the project. So what is coming up next uh, is the ethnic uh, retailers convening is actually this Sunday, April 24th um, at the sustainability office building on New Hampshire Street. And um, like Peter mentioned, it's going to be focused on the providing um, workshops and um, marketing workshops in particular um, to give this give uh, these retailers opportunity to co-create and grow together. Now, also thinking about that, these retailers are like mom and pop shops. Usually, like it's a husband and wife. Um, uh, kind of uh, business. Sometimes the teenagers running the register, so it's a 24-hour <laughs> job, and uh, they rarely have time to um, attend other services. So it's really important that we're having a convening where everyone gets to meet each other and um, hopefully be able to uh, get some good training. Um, in regards to public art, um, there will be uh, three murals um, in F Mart, uh, the Asian market, uh, the African Caribbean grocery store, and La Estrella, the Mexican grocery store. And at the Cosmos Indian store and cafe uh, will be a sculpture. And at the Mediterranean market, uh, there will be a vinyl insulation. And like Peter mentioned, uh, this artwork will be done by uh, folks that are of the culture. And uh, there will also be uh, um, we haven't begun this yet, but there will be a call for artists for artist assistance. And the timeline of this is generally in the summer and fall of this year. Uh, lastly, um, we are doing cooking demonstrations and this will happen throughout uh, this year. Um, and we are partnering with the Culinary Commons at the Douglas County Fairgrounds to use their kitchen. Um, and highlighting the chefs um, that are that know how to use these ingredients and hopefully um, get enthusiasm and more participation of using new new spices, new foods um, in Lawrence, Kansas. Uh, something that I think it's uh, really something to think about that this program could bring to to Lawrence is that um, I'm hoping to have a printout of uh, the artwork that is once once it is completed uh, and uh, have all of these uh, retailers in one small brochure to have like a little um, um, hopping uh, like art and check out new cultures kind of thing. So there's um, more awareness of multicultural foods, fun places to go. Um, yeah, also thinking about uh, Omisiko Lawrence and uh, how this plays into uh, the Lawrence culture and art scene as well. So I'm really excited to see that um, happening. Um, I, um, I'm happy to answer any questions right now. If there are any. Since Marlo, I wondered if there's anything, Connie, that you can think of that the city could benefit um, you all with your work. Like you mentioned un unmistakably Lawrence, would it be beneficial to have a place on their website that could direct people to these projects or what could we as a commission do to support? Yeah, that'll be great. Um, I'm hoping that 
yeah, uh, once we have pictures and images of all of these artworks, uh, we can create kind of like a little map of um, this multicultural spaces uh, for people to check out. Yeah. Thank you for um, sharing that and asking this question. Yes. I just want to say I love this uh, whole proposal and the whole idea. Um, I think it integrates and incorporates so many different aspects of life um, with the ethnic markets and food and art. And I also appreciate coming in early uh, in the process because I, I think I heard you say that the uh, request requests for proposals have, haven't gone out yet. So uh, so it's very early in the process for the artist, I think, if I if I understood that right. For the artist so, assistance. Yeah. I'm sorry. For the artist, artist assistance. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah so um, so I think uh, it sounds like a really wonderful integration of so many aspects of life, um, and appreciate you coming to the uh, to the uh, LCAC for um, for input. Yeah. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, this is Daniel B. Smith. I just want to say I don't have any any specific questions, um, but I just want to say um, thanks to you for for you know getting this all started and to the Kansas City uh, or the Kansas Creative Arts Industries Commission for for supporting this because I think this is really great. Um, the, the thing, thing that, that stood out to me out of everything, I mean, I'm, I think it's, it all sounds fantastic, but um, you know, you mentioned that the. Um, the five participating retailers are all convening, I think you said later this week or, uh, and that's just, to me, that seems like a real opportunity to get those folks connected. Um, and I don't know if they have all, you know, had a relationship in the past, but um, I guess for me, the only, the only input I would have is that it could be a good opportunity to get those people connected and maybe going forward, they could, they could maintain that connection and, you know, have that in the, in the future as well. But overall, I, I love the project. and I'm really excited to, to see it as it develops. Yeah, thank you. That's a, something really interesting to bring up because the Food Council has done a lot of research and studies to figure out what is important about these retailers and how can we support them. And, uh, and throughout, since um, since the food plan was created in 20, um, so 2017, the, these retailers haven't met yet. So they're having many uh, studies and partners and um, assistant created, but they haven't met yet. So this is a, definitely a very exciting time for them. Can I say one more thing? Uh, and sorry, uh, Dina Amant, um, maybe one suggestion since um, the meeting is this weekend, maybe one specific agenda item could be to ask all of the retailers um, if they have any specific uh, things that we can do, we as a commission can do to assist. Okay. Yeah, thank you. I will definitely note that. Yeah, that's a great idea. Connie, out of curiosity, um, well, one on the art projects, I think you sent me an email about a sculpture site. Um, yes. Once, once the uh, art projects are more re, re, uh, de developed, I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> once they're more developed and you have sort of a sense of what's going in where and the level of permanence, 
we'll probably have to look at them case by case because um, some of them probably don't need art commission review, but some may, um, you know, the mural um, guidelines we have. So, um, you know, I, I, I agree with everybody. I think it's a fantastic project. I love the idea and concept. And then just on the practical side, once the artworks are a little more fleshed out, if you want to bring them back or just run them by me, I can tell you if it requires some level of city review or not, and we can go from there. The other thing is, is how permanent they are. And uh, of course, with murals, you know, if it goes on somebody's property that you want to have appropriate uh, permission and, and some sort of agreement between the property owner just to protect everybody. Um, but otherwise, yeah, happy to help. Actually, um, I will share too that this morning I was in a meeting and there was discussion about one of our progress indicators related to um, MBE and ethnic business enterprises related to our economic community economic strategic plan. Um, and so I'm going to mention this to um, Britt Cromcano, who is our economic development manager here at the city, just so she's aware of that, because I don't know if there's any other potential connections to the, um, the business community that might benefit these um, ethnic markets. And I do think bringing them together um, is probably, you know, gives them a stronger voice. So bravo. Thank you. All right. Oh, go ahead, Connie. Just to double check. Uh, so for sculptures, there's not specific guidelines, but it will be case by case. Well, it depends where. Um, so if it's in the public right of way, then certainly we'd have to take a look at it and figure out if there's any, you know, permits or anything else. But if it's going on private property, we don't have any specific guidelines per se. Um, so I just have to know that. I'm also just curious, are, you're doing this as an artist or are you doing this from the county's perspective? Uh, I'm wearing two hats. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Okay. That, and that's fine. I was just kind of curious how you're approaching that. Okay. Yeah. So like I said, once you have a better idea of what the actual artworks will be and where exactly they'll be located and if they're permanent or temporary, um, that information will be helpful in guiding me to determine um, who needs to take a look at it. Does okay. that help? Yes. Okay. Daniel B. Smith here. Um, since we don't have to have any sort of formal approval um, for this presentation, it's just for our enlightenment. Um, uh, if nobody else has any other comments, we can go ahead and move on to, I guess, whatever other business we're, we're capable of, of covering, which I guess would be probably trying to um, devise a plan for tackling um, the the, the uh, primary item on, on the old business, which we do not currently have a quorum to, to approve. So Porter, what do you think we should move on to? What do you think the next step should be here? Um, one thing I was going to say is thank Peter for coming tonight. Thank you from um, for zooming in from Independence. <laughs> oh, um, good to see you, and I appreciate you coming in and helping us understand this project. It sounds very exciting, and I am not surprised knowing some of your history that you're coming up with these great ideas. So, bravo to you too. Thank you, thank you, I appreciate it. Um, so, we look forward to hearing from both of you in the future, and certainly you don't have to stay. Um, if you have other important things to do or deal with wind and independence or something. Yes. Okay. Thanks. We'll see you. See, see you. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Bye. 
So Daniel, um, yeah, unfortunately I did email the two people that said they were gonna be here, but unfortunately for some reason are not in attendance. So we do not have a quorum. Um, Daniel B. Smith, um, yeah, so since this wasn't a regularly scheduled meeting, this was a rescheduling, I could see how that might cause some difficulty as far as attendance is concerned. Um, is there anything else on the agenda that, that we can practically cover? I see that, you know, we, we have a, a presentation or a discussion about the strategic plan and unmistakable identity. That's certainly something we could recover. Um, it seems to me that the, the most pertinent um, issue though is that old business to review and approve um, the, the transit center installation. Um, and I understand that there is, you know, some time concerns there. I obviously appreciate Tyler um, and Adam showing up. I, I can I can see Adam working in the background. Um, so I, I would certainly want to take whatever steps are, are necessary, potentially um, scheduling a, uh, an emergency meeting, if that's the right term, to, uh, to get that approval so we don't hold things up. Uh, I'm curious if anybody else has any thoughts. Um, if Adam's listening, maybe we can get his input on this too. Hey, Adam. Hey, everybody. All right. Yep. So we're at April 20th. The next scheduled Art Commission meeting would be May 11th. Um, would it be disastrous if we got approval at, on May 11th, or do we need to try to do something sooner? We only have two weeks in between, and we probably would have to, we couldn't probably pull a meeting together. I mean, pulling a meeting together next week might be kind of tricky. So um, my advice is that we wait until the 11th. Adam Weigel, Lawrence Transit. Um, I mean, certainly whatever is feasible for you all. I know um, Tyler's probably itching to go. I know we've had our consultants uh, asking if um, he could begin work last month. So I think they're they're uh, ready to integrate that. Um, I do know we're aiming for um, some deliverables at the at the end of May. So it it does start to get a little challenging. But I, I suppose I certainly want to work within whatever is actually feasible for you all. Um, so maybe I'll leave it at that, Porter. It'll, it'll be a little bit, you know, it's technically up to what um, what you and, and Daniel think is is uh, possible. Daniel B. Smith, uh, obviously, I mean, it sounds like you're saying that if, if we did have to wait until that May 11th date, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, but that there are some legitimate um, pressures. So uh, to me that I feel like we should at least um, maybe try and schedule something. Um, see see if we can work it out. Um, give it a shot at least. Um, and then if not, have the May 11th date as the sort of like the fallback. I think that's wise. Um, tomorrow I will send out a um, doodle poll and see if we can't find a meeting before the um, May meeting so we can get this. Because I just want to remind everybody that if the Art Commission approves this, it still has to go to the City Commission for final approval. Um, so there is um, additional time to get that um, contract approved by the City Commission to so Tyler can move forward. So um, 
let me do that. I think that's smart. If we can find a date sooner than later, that would be great just to get that approval done. And then we can get it onto a city commission agenda sooner. Um, I also have to get the contract through the city attorney's office. We've, I think we've developed a really good contract, but I still have to get their review and approval on that contract as well. So there's a few, two more steps that we have to do beyond this. So Tyler, my apologies. Um, this is just unfortunate. I don't know why um, a couple people weren't able to attend, but um, we're we're on it. Yeah, I, and I'll be available if, if there is a, you know something that can come up here in the next week or two. I, I will make myself available. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. Um, all right. Thanks, Tyler. Yep. Bye. Yep, I'm gonna sign off too, but thank you all very much. Appreciate the uh, flexibility. Thanks, Adam. Um, and without a quorum, I mean, Derek Rogers is here to talk about the strategic plan and, and what's happening with unmistakable identity. Um, I don't think it's urgent and this could wait till May with um, then when we have more attendance. Um, so, I leave that at, at your all discretion. DLB Smith here. Um, my thinking is that if we are going to try and have a, a special meeting to approve um, the transit uh, art piece, it would make sense to just try and make this meeting as short as possible to respect the time of, of everybody who, who is able to attend um, this meeting. Uh, and then, uh, and then, yeah, save save the majority of the sort of more optional items for um, for maybe the May meeting. Looks like you have consensus. <laughs> yeah, so I'll do that. I'll move I'll move this presentation or discussion to uh, May. And then I'll work on a doodle poll. I might even get it out tonight since we have a little extra time so we can get rolling on that. Um, it looks like the only other items that we, we had uh, on the agenda, we had a, a, a section for public comment, which we kind of breezed over to, so that Connie and uh, Peter could present. Um, I don't see anybody here for public comment. Um, the other section would be uh, committee updates. Um, do we want to touch base about committee, uh, committee updates really quick? Sure. You want to talk about the NEA and what we're doing? Yeah, you know, be Smith. Sure, I can. I can just kick that off. I, I know that we have a meeting. I think we have a meeting tentatively scheduled for for Friday. Um, I, I, I believe Marlo. I don't, I don't. I don't know if he'll be able to to be in attendance for that. But um, we do. I believe have that on on the books. So, so that'll be uh, coming up here. Just what day is today? Today's Wednesday. That'll be just a couple days from now. Um, so no real news um, except that that is moving forward. Porter, is there anything else that you you want to add? Yeah, I did want to add. We've been um, attending a couple of their. They're having sort of these. Um, open house type meetings with the NEA. Um, I have been carrying a lot of guilt um, that we haven't gotten this moving. Um, of course, March Madness did not help. That uh, really consumed a ton of bandwidth for, throughout the whole city. Um, but anyway, coming back to this, attending these meetings, I'm a little bit relieved that of the um, groups that have received this type of grant, 
only about 25% of them have actually launched their subgranting program. So we're not alone in our sort of struggle to understand the um, challenges related to all the reporting required, both for the National Endowment for the Arts and for the American Recovery Plan Act. Um, but Melody in my office has done a great job of assembling the information. And there's just a few decisions we need to work through. Uh, one being, if should we put some sort of threshold on the amount that would be granted, that type of thing. So I think we're, we've got a lot of good information for Friday and we'll certainly share that with the group um, and hopefully um, work to you know, make the next steps easier. Naomi Smith, that sounds great. Um, thank you for that, Porter. The, the other uh, committee update I see on the agenda would be um, the uh, the public art. And do you also want to fill us in on whatever whatever happenings there, there have been there? Yeah, just a quick update. Um, Parks and Recreation has done the land work out at the near the police station and the what I call the trailhead at the park out there. Um, so we're getting ready to pour the concrete. The concrete will go in and then the artist is ready to bring the artwork up and install it um, onto the site, which we're hopeful will happen somewhere mid to late May. Um, so that's rolling along and um, going to be exciting and we'll have more information as that moves forward and we'll, we'll work on scheduling some sort of opening reception for that as well. Danielle B. Smith, all right, so um, it doesn't seem like anybody has any questions or comments about either of those committee updates. Um, so we'll just move right along, try and make this fast and uh, and see if anybody has any miscellany. And I will kick it off just by saying that my my workplace, the Community Health Building, uh, where, where Bert Nash is located, uh, has a beautiful mural taking shape, uh, thanks to Van Gogh. So I get to enjoy seeing that every day. And if you wanna go on a nice walk on one of these sunny days, uh, I suggest you walk by that building and, and check it out. Um, so I don't know if anybody else has any other miscellany they would like to, to throw out. Uh, just curious, Free State? It was amazing. It was so much fun and just the best feeling to get back inside the theater and to experience art again. So it was an amazing week. We just posted a bunch of photos on the Free State Festival social media. So if you missed it, go check us out because it was a blast. Great. And Shipley did an amazing job doing a proclamation to Kevin Wilmot last Wednesday. And so that was really moving. We just had a lot of wonderful moments emotional and uplifting. It was a great journey for a week in Lawrence, Kansas. So. Great. Congratulations. Thank you. Daniel B. Smith. Oh, Dina, do you, do you have something? Yeah. Um, can we talk a little bit about uh, one of the items on the agenda, I think, was about um, in-person, hybrid, Zoom, oh. uh, where that direction might be going. Can we just chat about that a little bit? Yes, thank you. Sorry, I, I we, we went maskless and then today, um, actually, I was going to see if Daniel had some insights because my understanding was the um, health department was going to sort of not be quite as prescriptive on mask wearing, but I know we moved into yellow and yeah. which is encouraging masks. Um, so. Um, but let me answer your question first, then maybe Daniel can chime in a little bit. Um, we are preparing. So as you know, the city commission has gone back to hybrid. We've worked out most of the bugs on that. 
Um, so you guys can come back in hybrid fashion as of next meeting. Um, we could do the the emergency quote unquote meeting or and or the uh, May meeting. We'll just set it up as we used to, which would be in this room, basically where Derek and I are, and we just set up the conference tables, and we'll have a camera and uh, do it that way. And it can it is absolutely hybrid. So if somebody's uncomfortable or if it's just easier to zoom in, you can do that as well. So there's no requirement that you have to be in here here in person. Um, and that's the best way we worked it out for now. It'll be somewhat experimental. So we ask for patience and grace um, as we make this transition into this new realm. The technology tends to be our biggest challenge um, and that includes the audio, but we're, we're making it work. So thank you, right. Dean, I forgot to mention that. That's okay. So that's good news. So um, so it sounds like the May meeting will be hybrid. I, barring, of course, anything can change, but right. barring any s substantive changes with COVID, it sounds like it'll be hybrid starting May. Yes. Great. Looking forward to meeting people in person. So yes. That'll yeah. be great. <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh. Daniel Smith. All right. Um, yeah, I don't, and I don't have anything to add. I, I think that um, as far as the the hybrid meeting format, uh, you know, numbers have been going up a little bit, um, but it, it's nothing like um, what we saw with the Omicron surge, where uh, the growth was truly exponential. Um, it seems like you know numbers are kind of rebounding, but um, you know we are in the yellow. But the the growth is seems like it might might sort of slow down. So we'll, we'll see. Obviously, we'll we'll, we'll see how things look when the main meeting comes around. But, um, you know, for all, all vaccinated and, you know, if you're if you're 50 plus, you can get a second booster now. So that's something I can I can plug. Uh, but uh, um, I think, you know, it, you know, for all um, vaccinated, we can try and maintain a, a safe distance and things like that. I'm I'm not too worried about it. So um, if there's I don't know if there's any other comments. Um, I don't think so. It's been a relatively comment light meeting. Um, I will say um, just thank you to, to everybody who, who attended. It's always kind of a, a bummer to show up to a meeting where there's no quorum. Hopefully we will um, be able to get a special meeting, a very short special meeting to approve um, the transit center artwork. Um, and if there's nothing else, um, I will not ask for a motion to adjourn because we don't we don't need a motion. But um, I think we might just go ahead and, and wrap it up. Um, and again, thank you all for for making um, the, the for volunteering your time to be here. Thanks, Porter, everybody in the city. Um, and and I guess if there's nothing, nobody else has any other comments. I think we'll, we'll call it. Thank you, Daniel. Thanks, everybody. See you soon. Thanks.